Welcome to the Spectrum of Health podcast. This is Dr. Christine Schaffner, and today I'm interviewing TJ Anderson. I thought it would be a great way to start off the new year to talk about health hacking for sustainable behavior change. TJ Anderson is a health hacker, behavior change specialist, best-selling author of The Art of Health Hacking and Health Hacking Coach for High-Performing Men. I hope you enjoy the podcast and that your 2020 is off to an amazing start. Welcome, TJ. I'm really excited to interview you on my podcast today. Let's rock and roll, Christine. I know. I've been looking forward to this. Yeah, I've been looking forward to this too. And, you know, I got to know you. You were so kind and gracious to have me on your podcast um, before we did the Body Electric Summit. And it was really fun to get to know you. And I know that you just have this whole wealth of knowledge around health hacking. And I thought, what better time, you know, to start a new decade with kind of a new perspective and, you know, just really new tips and tools to be successful, um, to really implement maybe some health ideas that my audience might have been pondering for a while, but just might not know really how to put into action. So we'll, we'll learn a lot from you in this, in this podcast. So thank you for joining us. Well, it's it's an honor and a pleasure, and it was, like you mentioned, great to have you on my show as well to support your summit and that whole body electric movement. I, I love your work. It's so inspiring, and, uh, you know, that the, what the science has, has brought us to in terms of opportunities for healing is so powerful, and, and I know you're on the cutting edge, and your audience loves the cutting edge, and and it's a fun place to play in. And, and yeah, I've got a unique kind of background personally and professionally that, um, you know, my thing is uh, really helping to empower people to become health hackers, right? So we talk about the idea of like the educated patient. People love hearing people's stories. You know, we all come to this work from either a personal experience, a loved one, or just like a passion, you know, just story. Right, right, right. You know, so what, what really drew you to the art of health hacking and just really becoming um, an expert in this topic? 100%. So one of the core impetuses for the book, I love that word impetus, and that's not to be confused from impotence, a whole yes. other topic, yes. Yes. Which, <laughs> which, which there are some health hacks. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but the, one of the impetuses for the book was small town Iowa guy moves to South Beach, Florida to explore uh, a four month journey of modeling in Miami. Uh, and so I, I went down the rabbit hole of modeling in Miami for four months as a 25 year old who had recently become pretty interested and curious in health field. I was getting into health coaching. I was a group fitness trainer uh, of insanity, insanity, if you're familiar with those uh, workout videos, the infomercials, right? Ian, are you familiar with those? You know, I so haven't I, seen them, but I, I met, um, what comes to mind, I met Shailene Johnson or I saw her at a, yes. you know, at a, at Mindshare, right? And so right. she had the whole infomercial with her Payo. And so that's what's coming to mind. So I know the movements can be so intense, right? Oh, totally. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So get this, uh, me and my buddy actually kind of co-created a version of that, which combined yoga with insanity. We called it Yo Sanity. And it was like the perfect blend. So anyways, uh, I'm from Iowa. This is in Des Moines, born and raised. I went to the University of Iowa, business finance major, and 
post-college, I started going down the rabbit hole of around health. And uh, the big journey was in Miami. You know, I thought modeling would serve as this kind of platform for me to spread my mission of healthy living with the world and make an impact, make an impact, right? Blah, 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 blah. You know, it, it was really uh, my ego. I, had, I, it, I learned and met and fell in love with and, and developed a new relationship with my ego through that experience. Uh, it was uh, lots of healing. Like my six pack wasn't good enough for the cameras and my definition of health was slowly evolving as I got more into my heart space and less focus on the physical while constantly being rejected, rejected, rejected uh, from all of these gigs in South beach. And so really cultivating a lot of resilience. Um, but I also, you know, I got drugged. But uh, I have a Me Too story that I shared in my book. Oh, oh God. So any, it was a really messed up situation. But, but get this, two weeks after Miami, I come back to the Midwest, and I attend a heart opening ceremony down in Kansas City, Missouri, uh, right in the middle of the country. Uh, I'm originally from Des Moines. And, and so I went through uh, the ceremony experience, and it, it was very, very powerful and healing. Uh, one woman put six words on my heart. She said, you are more than your looks. You are more than your looks. And that just unlocked everything in my heart and my body. It was after I shared my story with her. And I mean, as men and as humans, it's easy for us in our modern day world to simply focus on the physical, right? It's typically 99% of what our awareness thinks we see, right, is what we see through our eyes around us and also our physical body. But in terms of overall health hacking, looking at truly what creates health holistically, that's when I started to evolve beyond the physical, get into my heart space and do a lot of surrendering, a lot of self-compassion work, uh, a lot of deep, deep healing. And, and, and that's, that's the self journey that I feel like we're all called to kind of experience at our, at our own pace and at the right timing and all this. And so this was mine and, and it, but it came right after one another. At the same time, I was an ambassador with Bulletproof, with Dave Asprey leading Bulletproof, like Bulletproof coffee demos. So I was like doing the heart, emotional, spiritual work. I was doing the biohacking stuff. And then I was doing the behavior change work. So I, I actually worked in health coaching, consulting with ACOs, accountable care organizations, uh, health systems, medical groups on how they communicate with patients to adopt behavior change. So then I learned after healing beyond the physical, the process of change, how that can be democratized to the average person and literally empower people to become their own health coach. So that's my intention on this planet overall. And those are some of the, the background stories of how I uh, got to that intention. Wow. Wow. It's amazing how our journeys kind of, we think we're going in one direction and we take, you know, this whole other direction, which clearly you were on your path. How did you become involved in Bulletproof and um, you know, oh, yeah. how, how did that story end? This is a great story. Thanks for asking. Yeah. So, so I actually created, as a result of Miami, I created a 30 day no alcohol challenge for myself and my community. Yeah. It was one of the things I, I told the truth to myself on. Um, there's a, there's a great uh, leader out there. Uh, philosopher out of Austin, Texas, Jesse Elder, uh, talks about the um, different levels of truth-telling. And I talk about those in my book. There's like four or five levels of truth-telling. And that's telling the truth to yourself about yourself, 
And that's telling the truth to yourself about others. And so you have all these different levels of truth telling that we go through as humans. And, and so alcohol was one of those for me. So I did the 30 day no alcohol challenge. Um, a month goes by and uh, James Swanwick, uh, the founder of Swanee's Blue Blocker Glasses and now the 30 day no alcohol challenge had a program and he wanted my Facebook group. So uh, in exchange for the Facebook group, you know, he was building a business around it. He uh, connected me in, in, uh, with Dave and I wanted to interview Dave. And so I interviewed Dave for my book uh, that ultimately was published uh, a couple years later. So that's, uh, that's how I got connected with Dave originally and became uh, an ambassador. Well, I, I was reviewing your book. I didn't have the opportunity to read it yet, but I saw that Dave gave you, you know, a shout out on the book. So that's, um, you know, it's interesting how we have these, you know, mentors or these kind of, um, you know, people who show right. up at the right time to kind of, um, you know, just foreshadow where we're going. Right. So oh, and inspire oh, was, us. Right. I rode the wave. I was so grateful. Oh, yeah. Like mm-hmm. being able to interview him, Ben Greenfield, you know, JJ, like all these leaders on the cutting edge and like. Uh, it was, it was just tremendous experience and, um, uh, yeah, forever grateful. And, and it was great timing. Timing's everything. Mm -hmm. I know I have that saying with my patients, trust the timing. And, you know, I say that out loud almost for us to, you know, believe it, you know, cause it's, it's hard sometimes when you're in it, we don't always see the divine timing or unfolding that happens, but there is a timing that we look back and, um, no, it's, um, no, it's definitely, um, you know, part of the human experience, right? So a hundred percent. Yes. TJ, we've mentioned your book here a few times. So you wrote a book called the art of health hacking. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what is, you know, what was the, um, inspiration for the book? You know, really the content that you created. So, um, people can go pick that up on, it looks like it's on Amazon you can, you pick it up pretty easily. So, um, what's your book about? A hundred percent. Yeah. So the art of health hacking, the premise is uh, we don't lack the science information or technology to live healthy. Our greatest opportunity is focusing on the art to know how to use those resources effectively. Mm-hmm. Science is great. Technology is great, right? Information ah, overload. We are in an information overload world. And so uh, my intention was to create a tool, create a, uh, a, a journey of, of self-discovery, self-coaching, and what I call health hacking uh, of really peeling back the layers of ourselves and our health and how we approach it, how we define it, how we measure success, how we can leverage the process of change. What's fascinating is, so, so it's all about like using the science, right? Like and applying it properly in a way that's valuable in the human experience. And so that requires an artful approach, right? So how can we become more creative and artful with our intentions. How can we get clear on our intentions? And then how can we chart a course to put us in the direction of our dreams and our, our, our ideal outcomes? So, uh, you know, I mentioned I got into health coaching a lot. And there's, there's a specific communication training called motivational interviewing that is one of the most evidence-backed ways of commuting communicating with a patient to help them adopt behavior change. I don't know if you've heard of it before, but there, um, it was the uh, core, core component of our overall health coaching training that I, I uh, work for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let me take a 
Yeah. Drink out of the spring water. Here. Yeah, you're allowed to drink what? What kind of water but, do you uh, have? Where do you get your water? <laughs> uh, El El Dorado Springs. Nice. Cheers. Nice. To, yes, yes, and cheers to measuring what's in your water as well. That's right, human. If you're listening to this, you have that capability. You know, and and that's uh, that's what I that's what I love. So yeah, I got the red light on from the sauna right now. But um, so the health coaching, the motivational interviewing thing, it's really fascinating. So there's this 15 minute conversation flow model that we used to assess the skill sets of the health coaches we trained. We literally had a recorded conversation uh, where we recorded a, a sample coaching exercise and we scored them based on their ability to follow this conversation flow model because this conversation flow model has science integrated into it in terms of what's the most important question to lead with or how do you start an engagement? What do you say? You know, that's the engaging phase. And then we move to a focusing phase. And it's it's just really fascinating that you can follow this flow. And so I, I shared this flow in my book for the average person to use in their own self-coaching experiences. So the first question, most people, when they think about like, all right, let's have a conversation about health and how you want to improve and how do you want to grow and, and how, to, how to go about that. Most people think about like, oh, what do they want to start doing? Like, and like, what do they think they sh should be doing or need to be doing? Right. But like the first question we start with in health coaching is what's going well for you in your health right now? And when you ask that question and someone's able to reflect on what's going well for them in their health. That allows them and sends them down a pathway in their brain and their heart that's rooted on affirming themselves and finding the good and celebrating the success because that is what fuels momentum and motivation. So that's where you start and then you're able to flow and follow through. So I broke that all down for people to apply for themselves in their own approach towards health behavior change. Uh, and so that was one of the things I felt like was missing in, in this biohacking world and quantified self and paleo and, and, and all these like functional medicine, longevity, like all these, all these movements, right? The process, the biggest challenge, if you look at the major outcomes in healthcare, right? 80% of disease is chronic disease, right? And 80% of that is all lifestyle driven and behavior driven. So it becomes something, if we can get this, these behavior change formulas, out to the masses, uh, then you have so many more patients that are empowered to change on their own and it alleviates the entire, a lot of challenges all throughout the system. So anyways, uh, that's a bit about the, the, the work from a high level and does that help or what are your yeah, thoughts? Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, kind of when you're talking and I, I completely agree with you, it's one thing, you know, we, most people know what they need to do to become healthy or know some roadblocks to their health, right? Or some, you know, immediate behavior changes that probably could more health to their life. But, right. um, you know, we all have resistance, right? And, um, you know, I guess in your experience kind of working with uh, clients and everything, do you find some common themes or just, um, you know, some common um, patterns where people, you know, where does this resistance come from, um, you know, to change behavior? Have you reflected totally. on that? So there's there's a quote to use that to, to really make it stick. And that is when you discover something on your own, you own it. When you discover something on your own, on your own, you own it. We actually, we have what, what, this is kind of a fascinating thing to consider, but think of it this way. Our intellectual bodies, right? 
our minds are where we're regenerating thought and and uh, we have what's called this intellectual immune system just as our body has a physical immune system and responds negatively to something that's like a that, that's like outside of it uh and and isn't like its its own like idea and can have an aversion or connection with it like our minds can have the same approach when creating ideas and and so this is what we talked about in this training program uh was this intellectual immune system so that's why it's really important for people to cultivate if they truly want change they need to cultivate their ability to really embrace the discovery period on their own because uh, when you discover it on your own you own it long term as a behavior change so it actually sticks in your lifestyle and and to be honest like if you add, like so that like what's the biggest challenge and why why are these habits not sticking like we're in a world of distraction these days you know like for instance like just another idea of the kind of guy i am um i uh i just recently got a wearable an aura ring but i hadn't had one before that but um I'm, i we live in the mountains um i don't use any blue light past noon um and uh, I've got my red light sauna on now, and I use a flip phone. I'm six months into a flip phone experiment. Oh, oh cool. So, like, I'm trying to go minimalist, and, like, that's that's helping me be, like, more focused on my health, right? And that's, like, an example, right? So there's a quick exercise, a really simple check-in exercise that I'll share right now. People can probably learn more on my website on it, too. But I call it the four-quadrant model for optimal health sustainable behavior change four okay. quadrant model okay four quadrant model for optimal health and sustainable behavior change Got four it. quadrants all right you build across and you do at the top left you write start doing at the top right you write stop doing you label these boxes start doing stop doing and then the bottom left is do more and the bottom right is do less mm -hmm. so this exercise invites Mm -hmm. The black and white and the gray. And, and the gray area is where we have a huge area of, of opportunity for change that we oftentimes miss out. Because why? Because it's gray. There's not a lot of clarity there, you know? Um, so anyways, then basically people journal in each of these boxes. What are one to two things in their health that they want to start doing that they haven't started yet? What are one to two things they want to stop doing? What are one to two things that they want to do more of, you know, more sunlight outside? Uh, and then what do you want to do less of? Uh, less time on technology at night or less this or that. And so, it, you know, less Netflix or maybe you put the Netflix and stop doing. I don't know. <laughs> um, but that's how it flows. What are your thoughts on that? I like this. You know, what's coming to mind is I had a mentor you know, when I was in naturopathic school and he would always talk about these concepts of health and um, one of the, you know, he would always do this visual like, um, you know, this dark cave and how do you add more light to the, you know, how do you get rid of the darkness? You add more light. And what he was trying to say is that sometimes, you know, how we, you know, change our health is like, or one approach is like, how do we just add more good stuff into the equation? And then suddenly, you know, we're more motivated or it's easier to start letting go of things that might not be serving us. And I, I know you're looking at it from a couple different angles with the quadrant, but I, um, you know, I just, I, I like this kind of, um, yeah, just exercise, you know, to, 
for people to reflect on. I think it's super helpful. I mean, one of the things I, I'm curious, yeah, yeah. And I, um, you know, one of the things I'm curious is what are the, what are some of the things that you're most passionate or have had just like some really rewarding experiences, um, helping clients shift with like, um, whether, I mean, it sounds like you, did this like no alcohol challenge or is it diet or, um, you know, just what are some things that have just been really rewarding for you to help clients implement? Love it. So I'll, I'll go quick with these. Number one, my clients and I will do like a, a monthly 48 hour fast. Oh, cool. And like twice a month, like 24 hour fast. And so we go through these all on the same days and we hold each other accountable. It's really fun. So I, I specifically work with men and, through my, whether it's like an intro one-on-one program or a group program, they'll then, after those initial experiences, I, I now run what's called the Health Hacker Club. So I've got like uh, a handful of guys, about eight, 10 guys in the Health Hacker Club. And so we'll do the fasting um, um, together, which is really fun. I, I just so you, so the work I'm doing now, yeah, it's both B2C and B2B, but, but, but really focusing now on, um, it's interesting. I'm grateful to have had some opportunities to get connected with different sections of like professional athletes. And so my partner, my girlfriend is now a chef for professional athletes in Denver, which is amazing. I'm now working with the major league baseball athletic trainers association. I'm doing some consulting, bringing them like high level, high, like health and performance companies. Like for instance, sauna, infrared sauna has been huge for me as, as well as some of my clients. But what I do specifically is mostly focus on, on the executive health coaching in the employer space, whether it's entrepreneurs, executives, et cetera, and concierge telemedicine. So I have, you know, I have a partnership with a naturopath, uh, uh, Dr. Catherine Zagoni, uh, medical director. She's with uh, Gentera center in uh, Beverly Hills. And so we do with all my clients, we're doing um, before and after advanced uh, functional, uh, advanced blood, functional labs, gut, uh, and genetic testing uh, and really customizing a plan for them. So I've got this, I've got like a course that I deliver through there and, and the advanced testing I like to say to people, like if you want optimization, it starts with customization. If you want optimization, it starts with the customization in terms of the behavior change approach, right? You have to create your own customized self-coaching approach and then customization with your healthcare team. So it's like self-care approach and then healthcare approach. And, and that customized approach with the team to build a customized plan is where you optimize results. And so I'm, a, I'm sure that's a lot of the work you do with all your clients. And, and, and you know, but I just to explain it to people, it's just... It's invaluable. I've seen it from so many different perspectives, guidance that this advanced data can bring. Um, and, it, and it just really cuts out the guessing uh, and and makes it uh, more impactful. So more fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like there's so much information, right, that is, um, you know, as you said, there's just like we're getting more lab tests that are getting more precise to help us, uh, you know, treat some of these either persistent infections or, you know, these environmental toxicants in the body, or, you know, we're getting these, um, you know, safe wearable devices to help us track our, um, sleep and our, you know, all of the things we want to look at in a day. Exactly. You know, and, you know, I am, um, 
you know, I've had fun with looking at, you know, I ha- I got a keto mojo and was starting to look at my blood glucose and my um and my ketones and it, it does really drive behavior. I mean, I'm not, you know, even a, you know, data crazy person even, but it was just, you know, that um that fun like looking up, okay, what's my fasting glucose? What are my ketones? You know, it, it really does drive behavior when we have these objective you know, tangible insights to help us um, propel our changes. So it's a fun time, you know, it's a fun time to be, you know, doing the work that we're both doing. And, you know, I unfortunately, you know, work with a patient population that is motivated to change because they're suffering so much. So they really, you know, have no choice other than, um, you know, to create change to help them feel well. And I think it's a pretty activated. Yeah, exactly. So they're just like, they definitely, you know, they don't, you know, of course, um, they're not going to settle for how they're feeling. So they're driven by, you know, pain to, to change and, um, you know, which is so hard, but also quick shout out. I feel for you. I feel for you, whatever you're going through. right No, I know. I have such admiration for our patients because they, you know, and it's a lot of them are struggling and it's not from a lack of trying either. It's just kind of getting the right medicine at the right time with kind of the right lens of, you know, why they're struggling. And, um, you know, but why I'm just sharing that is like, there's, you know, course that you know struggle um you know motivates change and then it is it's a whole different ball game right when you're already kind of you know maybe comfortable in your life and maybe you know you need to make some changes but you're kind of in that comfort zone right that you really have to um stretch yourself to make um you know to make changes and what you shared a little bit about your group i think um that's great to have community, right. To, um, you know, Mm. support you with change. And then the whole fasting, you know, idea, I, um, I'm kind of in a part of my life where I have a a 17 month old and I've been nursing, I'm going to get pregnant again. So I'm in that like pregnancy nursing phase. So I, I, I'm a little limited of what I can experiment. You know, I have, (laughs) uh, but I'm, I'm still learning and taking these things in. And, um, I think fasting is such an interesting, not only health hack, but it's such a, um, it's a great mindset tool, um, you know, mm. as well as, um, you know, people can just take a pause in their life. It's almost like we create some stress in our life so we can, you know, just reflect, right? Because, you know, we don't, I mean, food is all around us. None of us ever have to go without food, hopefully, oh. you know what I mean? And um, such a, you know, in our system. <laughs> That's what makes fasting for me so hard. Yeah. I have it amazing world-class chef who yeah. <laughs> she, I, I, I literally in this moment i'm smelling her her sweet potatoes come out of the oven right now <laughs> with like a half a bottle of all, avocado oil <laughs> you know <laughs> nutritionally yeast and just oh yeah so yeah food is everywhere and fasting is you're right it's it's a powerful discipline thing and it can help really create clarity mentally for people. And, and I'll speak from my experience, like it's, it's a really powerful reset and, and a practice and attuning to those, those, uh, discipline muscles, which, um, it, it can be tough in our modern day world, but very rewarding because they're able to be applied to different areas of life. It's like, once you try it once you can, beep, it's already been in your system another one time. And you can just like, apply what you learn from that and all these other areas. So yeah, it's, it's, um, uh, yeah, I, I feel for your patients though. And, and your community, I know you mentioned their motivation to change a lot came from the pain and like, you know, I just like I, one follow-up question would be like, I wonder what that's like to like, if that's how you feel or like, do you voice that? Like I would ask people like, 
Um, in terms of self-expression, it can be really powerful uh, for not not for change, but just for healing. For like, you know what I mean? Like, and so for people to have a safe space uh, for someone they trust and like uh, to care about, that's what makes your great work you do in the world, Christine. Like, so so powerful. So yeah, I mean, it's it's very very important, and people. Um, you know, this is a chance for vulnerability to uh, allow and, and opening up of allowing spirit to flow through to make a really big difference. And, and um, it's Friday the 13th right now as we're recording this, you know. And, yeah. And spirits, spirits always all around. And, and it's, it's uh, uh, beautiful to tap into through human relationship, right, through the connection of others. And, and so, you know, another really powerful practice is like uh, intentional communications of like, uh, like fears and desires and inside of relationship. Um, you know, we're working on a couple's cookbook that'll be coming out in 20 later in 2020. And, and um, so that's been a fun project. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, and, and yeah, I'm just really fascinated by the power of communication. There's, there's one other simple system I'd love to share if you're open to it. Um, so I, I'll run through some quick formulas and methodologies and these are downloads. So I have these on my website and, and people can get this, um, health hacking process and, um, and, and that's, uh, we'll link to it in the show notes. Yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. Um, so um anyways first formula is called the health hacker formula so i have a course on this that all of my programs integrate behavior change specifically and and so they're built around that so i i built this three phase process of sustainable behavior change called the health hacker formula and the way it goes is activate elevate and integrate i like that i like that a lot Mm -hmm. and 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 so activate is warming up. You're taking inventory. You're taking action. Elevate, you're taking it to the next level. You're starting to take more action. You're customizing and optimizing. And then integrate is that re reflection phase and reassessing phase. And you can have learning through all of these phases and self-experimentation, but the energy of them, uh, you know, so not to rush behavior change but to do it in a mindful way to kind of take you on a journey, like you're hiking up a mountain. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's the elevate. One of the, my, one of my brands and shows is the elevate your stage show. And so that's uh that's one formula. And the other one is hack stack and track it. So the health hacking is the process of self coaching. That's where you take that self coaching conversation flow model for yourself. And you end up with like, three to five habits uh, that you are, find through your own self-coaching that feel like the most important to you. You can also choose from a myriad. I've got like, uh, I think 50 plus like high leverage, simple, healthy habits for people to choose from. Um, and, and so you can kind of create your own for your own process. So after the hack it stage is the stack it stage. This is where you build what I call the seven day health hacker habit tracker. You can recommend it for this to be analog, pen and paper, and vertically you write the day of the week, Monday through Sunday. Horizontally at the bottom, you write in your three to five habits that you wanna focus on. These are high leverage healthy habits and um, ones that, uh, and, and so you, all you do in, on each day is you put an X in the box if you did it and an O if you didn't. So you build like a little grid and your own little tracker 
to, to track your hacks throughout the week. And so that takes you to the phase three. So after you stacked it, so the principle of habit stacking suggests that when, so this is an example of habit stacking. So if, um, if you just focus on nutrition and you make some changes in your, in your nutrition, you'll start to feel a little bit better, right? But it might also be hard to change. And, you know, you also have your own challenges. But if you also focus on nutrition while focusing on sleep and you improve both at the same time, then that makes your nutrition goals easier because sleep is helping you recover better. You're getting more physically, mentally recovered. And so your ability to make better decisions with food is easier. So I call that habit stacking. When you work on more than one different habit inside of the same day, and those habits specifically are high leverage in different areas that support each other. And that makes it a lot easier. So that's like one of my like troubleshooting, like, uh, ways to help the busiest of the busy people really integrate high leverage, healthy habits. Mm -hmm. I love it. Walk us through like a day in the life of TJ. Like what does your, yeah. and I know that you're, it sounds like you're changing things up, you know, but you have like a rhythm to your life, especially like in integrating fasting. And I know every day is going to be different, but totally. just give, inspire us, you know, what is, what does your day look like? Totally. I, I appreciate you asking my, my ideal day, which is not every day, is um, doing some sort of breathing and meditation. I've been for roughly five or six years following the same mantra the whole time that I learned in this book called the presence process. So the mantra is, I am here now in this. And you say those six words in sync with the breath. So as you inhale, you say I. And as you exhale, you say am here now in this and you do that for 15 minutes so really deeply builds present moment awareness uh inside the day and i've been doing that for a while uh, amazing amazing book that's had such an impact on my on my life it's it's um yeah so it's it's agnostic non-denominational all that spiritual healing child stuff so do i love doing meditation the presence um, process you said presence process yeah the presence process by michael brown okay yes. got it this this i oh man i i yeah i gave them a shout out in my book and yeah so anyways moving on morning sunlight my dog usually wakes me up so um uh i typically i'm i'm playing with him first and like uh, greeting him and, and, and then feeding him and then tongue scraping. I do tongue scraping before I drink water. Now that that's relatively new. Emily Fletcher inspired me with that one. I, I had her on my show. And so now I, um, uh, and then I brush the teeth right after and I uh, am, we'll have, we'll have spring water uh, by itself. And then, um, you know, sometimes I'll do an electrolyte, you know, uh, and, and some sea salt and lemon water. Um, uh, and, but I'm trying to spend as much time outside as possible in the cold. It's just a little bit tougher, um, unless I'm doing some Wim Hof breathing, which I do every now and then. Um, but, um, oh, I'll also check my aura ring data from the night before. Yeah. That's a core thing that I do. And, you know, I, I learn from my data and I hack my, my health through the data. And, you know, for instance, these last two nights, uh, no alcohol was one of the habits on my week for today. And I just, uh, decided to, uh, that I wanted a whiskey halfway through the week. And so, uh, I, and, and then the next night I had it, I had a gluten-free beer and, 
and I have an infrared sauna in my place from sauna space. And so, uh, in the mornings, these past few mornings, I've done, uh, infrared sauna and I, and I, and I hack hangovers, all, you know, charcoal, vitamin C, electrolytes, like all, all the things. And, and, uh, but the sauna is one of my favorite hacks for that. And my sleep was actually in the nineties, even after drinking alcohol, I also had some CBD, which helped my deep sleep score. But, <laughs> um, so I, I allow my sleep score to really guide my behavior, to be honest, and my movement and whether or not I need to do extra HRV training for that day. So heart rate variability training. So, um, which my best hack for that, if you don't have the technology, I've done this on my own. Like this is forewarning. This is full um, subjective data <laughs> and my own experience. N equals one, but alternate nostril breathing specifically, like a cue and a trigger, specifically increases my heart rate variability, my emotional resilience coherence score. So heart rate variability, which is a measure of uh, overall emotional resilience, stress levels. And can be influenced by things like thought, how we breathe, uh, and and it's it's really beautiful to watch a feedback loop. So HeartMath has been my favorite company. They have the Inner Balance app, and I'm friends with the past CEO Bruce Cryer. He leads workshops, does amazing work with HRV. Um, they're using this in organizations right now to tap into creativity and performance. It's a really powerful metric, which I'm sure you're you and your tribe may be familiar with, um, but I, I, I like to focus on that a lot and the Aura Ring helps me there and the Inner Balance app. Inner Balance yeah. app, got Correct. it. Correct, yeah. But uh, it does require iOS or Android and I currently don't have that because I, I know, right? Flip-flip. I know, what are you yeah. doing with your apps? Are you doing, or just, do you have an iPad or you just? Well, no, the big intention was to get out of app world, to be honest, yeah. <laughs> yeah. To, I... to be honest, I'm writing directions down for places and like I'm carving new neural pathways and like, like I'm really embracing the idea of what Twain says, like when the majority is on one side, I think it's Twain, uh, consider doing the other, like, <laughs> so, so, um, but here I say that and I might be going back to an, an iPhone in 2020, but my, my whole thing is the principle of cycling, right? Like just how you can cycle off of alcohol or sugar or this habit or this phone, you can always cycle back on. And the, and when you have this opportunity of cycling and you see the gray areas, you don't get caught in the black and white of, of a negative self-talk, uh, but you, you, you stay in the gray area and you, and you coach yourself towards that positive momentum. Like that's the approach I like to take. Mm-hmm. No, I, I like that you said that. Cause I think that we're such dynamic beings, right? And there's so many cycles in nature, right? Every day has a cycle. Every season has a cycle. The moon has a cycle. Women have a cycle, you know, and so they're all over. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, and so I think, um, you know, applying that more, you know, and especially like in the protocols I give and, you know, people, tend to think they have to do the same thing every day. And, you know, that can be something that we're always trying to, you know, work with because, um, you know, our needs change and, you know, really tapping into our intuition and letting that, you know, determine kind of, you know, what, what we need to either add to our life or give up. And, um, no, I, I think, I think it's important. It's an important part of kind of the paradigm shift that, you know, how we're both interacting with health and sharing information, but, um, we don't need the same thing every day, you know, and, and that's, yeah. that's important. So and that gives freedom, that gives freedom for like 
owning what's present and what's real and what's in alignment, you know, and, and that's where, you know, the real game can be played and, and progress can be made. So, so, and, and yeah, I mean, and, and it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's powerful. It, it's, it's fun. Oh, the one other hack that I do every day, and this is a hot, cold shower, even in the winter contrast therapy, contrast therapy is when you combine and contrast both hot and cold together in unique ways to promote specific blood flow and healing to certain areas. I'm sure people maybe have talked about it in your community or you use this yourself, but like it's really powerful way to minimize stress, to support recovery and to uh, like support present, like presence in the body and mindfulness, right? Like you, I use cold therapy sometimes to like support me when I'm fasting because it can recalibrate your relationship with hunger levels. Cold therapy can. Uh, and anyways, so I, I love doing a hot, cold shower, but the hack is if you're coming from a sauna session, make sure you don't end in cold. Uh, you end in warm or hot water to extend the heat therapy benefits throughout the day. It, it's a weird, just just a preface. Most people might do it naturally already, but uh, I, I heard that hack one day, and it feels pretty true to me. Mm-hmm. I know that's interesting. You know, in naturopathic medicine, we do a lot of contrast hydrotherapy. Do you? Yeah. And, and we're always taught the rule of three: three minutes hot, thirty seconds cold. Right. Three times, but they always say end up end with cold, which I don't like because I'd rather be warm. You know. Oh, they do say end. With yeah. Cold. So, but I mean, I guess it just depends on. That could be for maybe acute healing. Yeah. Yeah, or just more, you know, targeted areas maybe um, because you can do contrast application like um, on your lungs, let's say, if you have a cold or, you know, so forth. But um, that's interesting. But I – I play with that. Yeah, I love – you know, I love the spa world of like sauna therapy and hydrotherapy, and I, it's just such a um, invigorating way um, to get our bodies moving and our circulation and our lymphatic nervous, drainage, nervous system, and the mm-hmm. uh, parasympathetic. Oh yes, absolutely, 100%. absolutely. Um, so TJ, as we kind of wrap up, you know, we're you know we're here. We are um, on the precipice of a new decade, and this will be airing in the beginning of 2020, and so. What kind of words of wisdom do you have for people who really want to, you know, embrace, um, you know, your philosophy and what you're sharing with us today? And, um, you know, really, where do they start? You know, this is going to be January 2020. This is always that perfect time where we reflect and we're inspired and we have a lot of momentum to make change. How can we set our audience up for success? 100%. Two things. Number one, subjective data. And number two, objective data. Both are equally valuable, and if you do them both together at the same time, we'll deliver better results. And so what do I mean by that? The self-coaching exercises that I talked about, subjective data, Um, the the habit tracking, how you're feeling, the self-reflection, very valuable data that you can learn use to learn and grow like we just i just heard one of the presidential nominees andrew yang talk about how data is now more valuable than oil oh data data is like the oil of the 21st century that's what i was getting at so like how can you leverage your own health data Mm. so subjectively go over that yourself and then objectively you know find someone to add to your team that can give you accountability and direction um, the, the, the power is really when you leverage other minds, other hearts around you to make that, uh, group experience more fun. And there's actually science on it. 
I know Stephen Kotler's done a lot of work in the flow space. Mm -hmm. So he talks a lot about like group flow is different than individual flow. Group flow can actually make it stickier and, and allow for the behavior change to stick. So building that team, what does that look like? Find a great functional medicine practitioner, a naturopathic doctor like yourself and, and a, a, a great coach that really cares and, you know, get great lab work data. So advanced blood, functional gut testing in 2020, like, like these are things, if you're not doing this, like, like not to you, this isn't about FOMO. It's just, but it's, but it's like, you don't know what you don't know. And, and you could be missing out. Like this is, this is where healthcare is at. This is where it's going. Uh, you got to take your health in your own hands. Don't count on your current doctor to help you get there unless you really vetted them and you feel that they really support you on lifestyle based on like root cause medicine and what it really means to heal, um, uh, holistically. So like, that's, that's kind of what I would say. And um, I'm also a big fan of regarding objective data on that note. There's a cool platform I got involved with recently um, that, that they were at Mindshare and, and um, uh, their Heads Up Health uh, at a data analytics platform originally built for the individual. So they're, they're rooted in biohacking, quantified self, um, and but they're launching their coaching portal as well. But for the individual, they can create their own account and they have APIs with all the world's top wearables, Keto Mojo, Aura Ring. All of a sudden you're able to pull in all your important markers in one sexy dashboard. And it's really, you know, uh, that's, that's how you can really uh, tell the whole story and really put in uh, to action and learn from your data. So that actually houses medical records and lab work as well. So you can look at that data before and after testing. Uh, I, I would encourage people, if you're going to consider advanced testing, it's almost like you need to commit to two rounds of it because the real progress comes from when you put in a customized plan and you are able to see the results on the back end. So that's the work that I delivered to all the guys that I work with uh, and I believe is is the future just for performance, not necessarily for, for, for um, you know, chronic like specific conditions, but it can help those with that might have chronic conditions. And, and it's, uh, that's, that's what I think is, I don't know. That's, that's what my gut tells me. Love it. Love it. It's, yeah. an ex it's an exciting time. You know, there's just like so much that we have access to. And as you say, you know, it's just all about, you know, most of us know what we have to do and it's just surrounding us with a team and, you know, support and, you know, mindset to, um, yeah, just have accountability and, you know, really move forward. It's just those initial, it's just getting started, right? You know, once we get started, there's so much momentum um, to carry us. So, no, I love it. If you've got the right team and the right guidance, exactly. Yeah. Of course. Well, Christine, keep up the great work yourself. Oh, I mean, thank you. Thank you so much. You know, like, I hope some of these ideas have landed for people and, and you know, the seven day tracker and the self coaching stuff, like, this isn't just like fluff and a giveaway and a talk to give about like, this is like, I, I, I want to get straight to the action. And my idea is that all of your listeners have a better idea of action for their own lifestyle than, than anyone else does. Right. We're all 
call to become our own self-expert. We don't need to become health experts necessarily. As individuals, we can become self-experts. So mm-hmm. love- that's what I'll carry everyone through as they kick off this new year. Yeah, I love that. I love that. What a really inspired thought. I love that, TJ. And it's really fun to get to know you even more. Yeah. And you're doing a lot of great work. And I, Thanks, Christine. I want to, um, you know, I wrote a bunch of stuff down to integrate into my patient care. So I'll keep you posted. And if people want to find out more about you and your books and your work, where do they go? Totally. Yes. So the whole journey, the whole book, uh, the whole self-coaching process and what it means to be a health hacker is in the book, The Art of Health Hacking. Amazon's the best place for it right now. Um, and yeah, there's there's uh, ebook as well and, and physical copy. It's designed to not be read overnight, though. I caution people um, to, um, well, leverage the power of, of behavior change science and take your time with it and, and make it sustainable and each chapter has like summary and action items and, and it's uh yeah, it's a, it's a great guide that bridges the fundamentals with the cutting edge uh, and gives people more confidence in their approach. So um, that's the book. Uh, and then the podcast uh, is elevateyourstate.co and that's the website uh, where the giveaway uh, people can go get their hands on uh, their habit tracking uh, formula and, um, start the health hacking journey on a whole nother level in 2020. Love it. Love it. Well, so exciting, TJ. It sounds like you're going to have a wonderful year ahead too, with all the projects you have going. And I am, yeah, it's just really nice to connect with you tonight or tonight. Cause it's already <laughs> almost dark in Seattle. It's that time of year. Um, oh, really? oh, it's dark here too. I know. Right. Um, but no, I'm just really grateful for your energy and your time today. And I know that we will continue to be in touch. So thank you so much. Well, it's a blessing to be a part of this, and I look forward to staying in touch as well. And you keep up the great work. I'm excited to see where your podcast and your community goes, Christine, because you're uh, you're doing amazing work for for uh, sections of patients and and categories of cha- health challenges that are so so needed and so hard and uh, yet so important to overcome. Thank you. Thanks, TJ. Well, everyone, I hope this is a big inspiration. We're all going to have the best start decades. So, you know, we're welcoming in the new year with a lot of, um, yeah, just a lot of inspiration. So thank you. Uh, Yep. Have fun and celebrate to elevate. Thank you for listening to the Spectrum of Health podcast. I hope you enjoyed my conversation today with TJ Anderson. Please go and check out his site and check out his book. I also want to say thank you for listening to the podcast over the last few years. It's been such a fun part of my journey and I'm really dedicated this year to bringing you more experts and more information that I'm curious about and that I'm interested in and tools and therapies that I can use to help uh, support my patients. So if you have anybody in mind or if you're an expert yourself and want to share your information, please reach out to info at drchristineshoffner.com. And if you have the time and you feel compelled to leave a review, we would be so grateful. It's the way that we can spread the word about the podcast and share more information. Again, I am so grateful for all of your support and I'm wishing everybody a very blessed and magical year ahead.